Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy. Hello, One Hope Church and One Hope friends. Peter here welcoming you to season four of the One Hope Bible Reading Podcast. Hey, if you have uh, never done one of these podcasts before, I just want to say welcome to you. Glad you could join us on this journey. Uh, For those of you who have done one of our previous seasons uh, before, uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently this time around. Uh, This time, instead of giving a daily uh, Bible reading along with a audio reflection from someone from our podcast team, this time uh, we're going to give that daily Bible reading to you Monday through Friday, but really encourage you to to read the the scripture text on your own. It's going to be a short passage, five to ten verses. Uh, read it on your own reflectively, read it several times, and and really prayerfully seeing how all the readings relate to one another Monday through Friday. There's going to be a general theme each week. Uh, and then in addition to that, we're going to have two uh, podcasts a week. One will be released Sunday night, and that will be a podcast, an audio podcast done by myself, in which I'll introduce the theme for the week and give a little teaching context and uh, introduce the five readings. Uh, And then a second uh, video podcast uh, will be released on Saturday, and that will be a video discussion uh, between several from our podcasting team uh, talking about uh, the scripture readings for the week and and what their takeaways were and and questions they had. And there'll be some give and take as they kind of reflect on the theme and and how, uh, how it relates to the teaching from Sunday and how it all fits together. So uh, we're hoping to have a lot of fun with this and would also just ask for some grace from you as, as we kind of, kind of, we've never done this before, so we're going to kind of learn on the fly how to do that. Um, so that's kind of the general format. Uh, each time we do these podcast seasons, there's a theme. And so the theme for this fall 2022 of this podcast is that we're going to be following along with the sermon series that we are doing on Sunday mornings at One Hope Church. And and that sermon series that we just started today, September 4th, 2022, is uh, a 12-week sermon series going through the 12 minor prophets. And uh, and so how we're going to do that is each Sunday, uh, we're gonna, I'm going to pick one minor prophet to kind of give an introduction, short introduction about, and then we're going to land on one major theme from that Minor prophet from that book in the Old Testament, and uh, and then uh, that's and then one scripture text Sunday morning that we're going to kind of look at, um, and 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 then for those who really want to go deeper, which I hope is you because you're signed up for this podcast, uh, we're going to follow that theme. We're going to unpack it a bit more, and and each of the five scripture readings Monday through Friday are going to be related to that to that main theme uh, from that particular reading uh, that we have Sunday morning. And sometimes it will be from the the one minor prophet that we're kind of landing on for that week. But sometimes uh, there may be a couple readings from that book of the Bible, but there'll be other readings from other books of the Bible that relate to that theme. Uh, and so that's kind of how we're, we're going to do this. And, uh, and our book for today, for this week, is the book of Hosea. And in just a moment, I'll give a little brief introduction to Hosea that will help you as you kind of go through uh, this study. And and not every week will the readings take you through the entire uh, book of the Bible uh, that we're looking at for the week, 
But I would encourage those of you who really want to go deeper to, to take time to read the entire book that we're going through, Hosea in this case. Um, the readings are not all from Hosea this week, uh, and I'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, but first, let me just kind of introduce us to this kind of this whole idea of the minor prophets uh, in general. Um, the general context for the minor prophets, the, the minor prophets is just a term that we use to uh, to refer to uh, the prophets uh, who had a ministry and, and who, who wrote the last 12 books of the Old Testament. Um, and we call them, these last 12 books of the Old Testament, we call them the minor prophets to really set them apart from three other books, which we call the major prophets. Uh, but those terms major and minor, they, those terms have nothing to do with some being more important than the others. They just relate to the length of the writings. For example, the major prophets are Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, and, and they're called the major prophets simply because the books are long. But the minor prophets, they're all shorter books. And in fact, one of the books is Obadiah. It's only a chapter long. It's the shortest uh, book in the Old Testament. And actually, in the original Jewish Bible, these 12 minor prophets were actually presented as one book called the Book of the Twelve. Uh, now, each of these 12 books of the minor prophets, they were written during roughly a 500-year period, um, after 900 B.C., but before 400 B.C. And each of them really address various unique historical situations, all of which uh, took place uh, after the Golden Age of Israel. Uh, the Golden Age of Israel was during the reigns of, of David and Solomon, uh, when the country was united and they had really reached the peak of their power. Uh, but after Solomon, there was a civil war, and the kingdom of Israel was divided into two halves, in, into uh, a northern kingdom, which continued to be called Israel and had its capital in Samaria, and a southern kingdom, which was called Judah and had its capital in Jerusalem. Both kingdoms, though, would eventually decline and would eventually be conquered by other expanding empires. Uh, the northern kingdom, Israel, would eventually be conquered by the Assyrians in the year 722 BC. And the southern kingdom would eventually be conquered by the Babylonians in the year 586 BC. And in fact, those two dates are two dates that it would be really good for you to memorize. Uh, you know, in American history class, you remember from being a kid, there were some dates that we had to remember. What were they? 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, 1776. There's just certain key dates that help give you a framework for history. It's the same with the Old Testament. And so if there's two dates that you should memorize for the Old Testament, it's 722 BC when the northern kingdom was destroyed by Assyria and 586 BC uh, when the same thing happened to the southern kingdom. And just kind of knowing that, memorizing that, it's going to help give you a framework uh, for understanding how the minor prophets fit into Israel's history. Because some of the minor prophets, we're going to see that they have their ministry speaking to the northern kingdom and warning them of the coming judgment, which happened in 722 BC, while others of the minor prophets, they're, they're going to address the sins of the southern kingdom and warn them of the coming disaster and, and judgment if they don't turn back to the Lord. Which, and that disaster happened in 586 BC. And then also some of the other minor prophets, they're going to address um, the people of Israel 
after the exiles returned to the land of Israel, 70 years after the destruction of the southern kingdom. And then there's actually even a couple books that address judgment concerning other nations, other peoples surrounding the land of Israel. Uh, so that's just kind of a basic overview for our, our coming study in the Minor Prophets. Uh, this week, though, we're looking at the book of Hosea. Uh, Hosea was a prophet um, who was called to speak to the northern kingdom, to Israel, northern kingdom of Israel, around the year 750 BC or so. It was during the reign of a, a king named King Jeroboam II. And Jeroboam II was a king who he had, he had expanded the territory of the northern kingdom during his reign. He had led Israel really into a time of prosperity, but at a moral cost. He had really allowed idolatry and paganism to spread within Israel. And into that climate then of, of material prosperity, but also moral decline and decadence, Hosea comes to deliver a message of conviction from God and ultimately a warning to turn back to God or judgment and disaster would come. And you can kind of imagine that many who heard this message of Hosea probably scoffed uh, the message because uh, they would have felt so secure. This was a time of growth and prosperity and security. No one could have guessed that within 30 years from the time that Hosea preached his message to Israel, the entire northern kingdom would be completely destroyed, wiped out, by the Assyrian Empire in 722 BC. Interesting, about 150 years later, Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah, would, would be raised up to proclaim a very similar warning of destruction to the southern kingdom. Uh, so in many ways, Hosea really is to the northern kingdom what Jeremiah was to the southern kingdom. Uh, there's another, though, interesting similarity between Jeremiah and Hosea, and that is that each of them would relate this would have this major theme, would relate the idolatry of God's people, which was turning, idolatry is just turning to worship other gods than the one true God, and, and which, is, which really would apply to us as just turning to, to priorities other to God, placing anything above God. That's the sin of idolatry. Hosea and Jeremiah and many of the other prophets would, would actually relate that act of rebellion as to the sin of adultery as in adultery against God, God being our husband and we his spouse. And, and this was a major theme of many of the prophets, including many of the minor prophets. And so as, as, we, as we looked at this morning in the sermon time, if you, if you heard it, if not, that's fine. But basically what we're doing in our readings for the week is we're, we're looking at the book of Hosea and this major theme of this marriage metaphor that Hosea uses uh, to to help us understand better our relationship with God, what our relationship with God is like, that our relationship with God is it's like a marriage uh, relationship. Uh, but as we'll see, as you as you read through the book of Hosea and as you do your readings, particularly Monday and Tuesday, uh, we, we see it's it's actually like a bad marriage. Uh, it's a dysfunctional marriage, and and we're the ones that are unfaithful. We're going to see Hosea. Uh, enter into a, a marriage relationship with a woman, and God uses that relationship, this broken, dysfunctional relationship, to give us teaching about uh, how he relates to us and that, that we have committed the sin of adultery. We've been unfaithful to God, and yet, ultimately, the message of Hosea, as you'll see as you kind of continue through Hosea, and we see it in our reading today and our teaching for this morning, is that God 
has saved the marriage. And what God has done to save the marriage, um, he has purchased us uh, from the slavery auction and he has redeemed us. He's lavished us with his covenant love despite what we've done. And, and really what the message of Hosea, what God is saying to, uh, to us through this marriage metaphor is that it's not enough to, to, under, to just see God as our king and we his subjects. I mean, that's true, but it doesn't give the full picture of our relationship with God. It's not enough just to see that God is our shepherd and we're his sheep. It's not enough even just to see God as our father and we're his kids. So well, that teaches something significant about our relationship with God, but none of those even the relationship with, of a father to his kids doesn't exhaust our understanding of how we relate to God because they don't go deep enough. And what God is saying in Hosea and elsewhere in our readings for this week that we're going to hit is that you cannot understand me, God says, and our relationship we have with one another until you see me as your bridegroom. And so that really is the theme for this coming week and, and, and born out of Hosea is, is God's radical covenant love for us. He's our bridegroom, we're his bride, but also to see how our sin hurts God. It's a sin of unfaithful, sin of adultery. And so I want to reflect on all of that as we go through our readings for, for this week. Um, one last thing, let me just make a note too. I know that this whole picture, this marriage metaphor of God as our, as our bridegroom and we're the bride, that's a tough image for some of us guys, and it's maybe even a little threatening to, to, to have that level of intimacy that God is uh, inviting us into. And, and so for anyone who, who struggles a little bit with that, um, as I said this morning, on one level, it's in the Bible, so deal with it. <laughs> but let me, let me help you a little bit around this too, if that's a struggle. The context, when God says that, I do believe it's personal. I believe he is calling us personally, individually into that really, that level of intimacy. Uh, but the other way to look at it too um, is it's really in the context of this collective thing called God's people, called the church, that we're collectively the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. And so if it helps just to see yourself linked with other brothers and sisters in Christ and entering into that level of intimacy with God, uh, that also is absolutely very true and really the context for uh, for all of these uh, these marriage metaphors that God gives, uh, not just here in Hosea, but elsewhere in the scriptures. And we're going to be looking at that in our readings for the week. All right. So bless you guys as you, uh, as you go on this uh, journey, these coming Monday through Friday readings, and just pray around that theme. And let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have come to us, not just as king and not just as shepherd, but we thank you that you're our king and, and you are our shepherd and you're you lead us to the Father and we're your kids, but, but there's something deeper that you have for us, an intimacy that you want to usher us into. You, want, you are inviting us into something like a marriage union with yourself. And Lord, we can't even begin to comprehend the depth of what that means, of, of the greatness of your love for us, and, but also how our sin hurts you. Uh, we have broken our vows. And so, we ask forgiveness and we ask for grace to, to grow in our understanding and commitment to you and, and the safety and security of being in the secure marriage relationship in, in which you've done it all. Just like Hosea did it all for Gomer, you've done it all for us. It's a picture for us to, to sink our, uh, our, our feet into and to rest secure on that radical covenant love that you have for us. And so may we do that individually, but also as a church and as 
uh, and as your people. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, bless you guys on your reading this coming week. 